Welcome, listeners, to www.ironradio.org, the website and podcast for all things strength sports and sports nutrition. With your hosts, Lonnie Lowry. Remember, Phil is like a gnarled old oak tree held together with scar tissue and bone spurs. Rob Fortney. And I'm telling you, the pain that I would suffer was beyond excruciating. And Phil Stevens. Do it, Rob. You'll kill all those nerves. Thanks for listening. Welcome, IronRadio.org listeners. This is Lonnie Lowry. I'm an exercise physiologist, and I'm a nutritionist, and I'm a former competitive bodybuilder. And this is Phil Stevens. I'm a powerlifter, Highland Games athlete, uh, strength coach. I run Strength Guild and LiftForHope.org. You do indeed. Uh, Fortress is not with us today, although Rob did provide a clip. I know some of you on our Facebook page mentioned, hey, you know, Rob, you could review some... Uh, CDs, and I don't think Rob has mentioned this, but he's actually sent in uh, music reviews of new releases to, you know, like metal magazines and stuff. I mean, Rob is a journalist, and there was a time where he even considered doing that sort of as a main gig, but frankly, I mean, I don't know for sure, but I think there's as little money in that as there is in, <laughs> in bodybuilding and powerlifting. Uh, but in any case, uh, we'll um, we'll get a little clip from him. And just to let you see behind the curtain a little bit, we're playing with some hardware. Uh, Phil's got a scary message right now on his Skype that says, Pamlet will indeed be gone December 1, but thanks to your support, and we are running that fall funds drive, but thanks to uh, the supporters and the one-time donors, and you know who you are, um, I got a condenser mic, a little mixing board, and that's what we're recording with. So this time around, we're not going to have a real long episode uh, just in case this looks good on my screen and it turns out really crappy. Um, <laughs> but as a backup, Phil is running Pamela while we still can, but I think we're going to be in good shape. Uh, so having said that, the topic for today is going to be music. Uh, we've talked about motivation and that sort of thing before, but since Rob sent something specifically about music, then you know I thought, well, let's just talk about music. Um in fact, let's go ahead and cut away and see what Fortress has to say, and we'll be back in just a, a few seconds, Phil and I will. All right, so at the risk of uh, pissing off a bunch of people here that are going to say that my tastes stink... Um, I, Robert Fortress Fortney, are going, am going to start a series where I uh, suggest albums for some of our listeners who might be more inclined towards the heavier side of music. Um, as a lot of our listeners know, I listen to hard rock and heavy metal. Um, so the first um, album I'm going to suggest is actually a death metal album. Um, and the band is called Corpus Mortali, C-O-R-P-U-S. M-O-R-T-A-L-E, Corpus Mortale, and the album is called Fleshcraft. And this is an album that uh, came out this year, 2013. And I believe some of our listeners who um, might enjoy some of the more original forms of death metal um, and also some of the newer stuff that um, is, of course, ever-increasing in technicality would enjoy this album for the fact that it kind of bridges both worlds. As most people who know about the heavy uh, heavy metal and more extreme forms of metal know, um, death metal is one of the subgenres of 
heavy metal that uh, continuously is pushing greater and greater levels of technicality um, to the point actually where a lot of people who are death metal fans kind of um, there's a kind of a kickback towards a lot of these bands because um, because of what they deem to be over the top technicality at, at the expense of brutality and or songcraft. Well, I think that Corpus Metalli's Fleshcraft is a great album that bridges these things. It has it has a feel of old school death metal, but it certainly has um, you know a high level of proficiency in the playing. Not that a lot of the old stuff doesn't doesn't because of course it does, but um, it has a and it, it infuses some of the technicality into it, all wrapped around a very nice warm kind of um, production sound um, that brings that whole kind of thing up until 2013. Anyway, so if anybody is inclined to listen, uh, Corpus Metalli, Fleshcraft. Um, you'll find 10 songs on the album. It's on uh, Deep Send Records. I'm sure if you go on, I ordered mine online. So if you go to Amazon, I'm sure you can get it on there or somewhere else. Um, I would say that one of the most... Um, death metal by a substyle is generally not a, a, a song-centric style of metal, but rather an album-centric, meaning that um, you know the individual of the individuality of the song sometimes is not as important as the aura or atmosphere of the entirety of the album. This album, though, in my opinion, happens to have one of the more, you know, quote-unquote hit single-ish sounding songs. Of course, that's relative terms, because you'll never find this on the radio. But it's, called, it's the fifth track called Love Lies Bleeding, and um, I believe it's right up there with um, some of the more recent, um, i.e. 10, 12-year-old um, death metal songs that might also fit the bill, like like a Spheres of Madness by Decapitated or something like that. Very catchy. Um, but anyway, there's 10 tracks on this album. It's very good. It's going to make me Fortress's um, top 10 albums of 2013 for sure. So if anybody is inclined, I'm sure you can get sound samples. Uh, there's stuff on YouTube, obviously, and stuff like that. So check it out if you like heavy metal and you like uh, some of the more extreme forms of heavy metal. Uh, check out Corpus Mortalis Fleshcraft. Okay, well, everybody, Phil and I have not even heard that, so uh, I can't really comment on what Rob said at this point. But... Um, <laughs> Like I said, Rob's done some professional writing as far as music reviews. So, and I know he knows that metalheads can be elitist. So, uh, cut him some slack, but he's going to try to do a good job. And like I said, he's uh, he is the real deal. So he should be able to give you some good information. And Rob actually doesn't just know a bunch of pro bodybuilders from his magazine days. He knows uh, quite a number of uh, hard rock and metal band members. So he's no slouch with that stuff. Having said that, I'm going to share a little bit of science news. Strength and muscle sport news. Um, about music. One of them was a, it's a 2008 paper, so it's a little bit older, but it's from the journal Nature. And Nature, those of you that are familiar, is real top tier, arguably the highest tier journal. Um, and this is entitled Entrained Rhythmic Activities of neuronal ensembles as perceptual memory in time interval. So it doesn't sound that exciting, but what they're doing is they're exposing lab animals to um, rhythms and showing how it sort of syncs with your nervous system and you can reproduce it. It says the ability to process temporal information is fundamental to sensory perception, 
cognitive processing and motor behavior of all living organisms from amoeba to humans. And it talks about neural circuits and whatnot. And here's a sentence that just caught my mind. This is from Sumbray and colleagues. Um, Many organisms can also memorize the time interval of rhythmic sensory stimuli. And you know what we're thinking, of course, here at Iron Radio is metal music. Um, Rhythmic sensory stimuli in the time scale of seconds and can coordinate motor behavior accordingly. Now, how cool is that? So your your nervous system, these neuronal circuits can pick up on the rhythms of sensory stimuli. Again, like, you know, metal music, hard rock music. Um, or if you prefer classical, I mean, rap, I don't get into much rap, but uh, all that sort of stuff. And I think that's interesting that it says that can then coordinate motor behavior accordingly, uh, like keeping rhythm and that sort of thing. So there's little doubt that it has an effect on your neuronal circuits, according to that 2008 Nature paper. So there is a paper in 2012 that's more specific uh, Asian Journal of Sports Medicine. And I'm not usually reading this one, but it's free online if you want to go type in. The author's name is Jaraya, J-R-R-A-Y-A, 2012. Uh, the title is The Effects of Music on High-Intensity Short-Term Exercise in Well-Trained Athletes. Now, damn, that sounds pretty specific. I mean, that's us, right? That's the Iron Radio listener base. So... Uh, what are they looking at here? It says the purpose was to assess the effects of listening to music during warm-up on short-term supra-maximal performances, uh, in this case in the 30-second Wingate test in highly trained athletes. So you guys heard me bitch and moan about this a little bit before. Is That's always the default, it seems like. The exercise phys people have a penchant for the Wingate test, but they took 12 young athletes and they actually had them do Wingates in separate sessions uh, with two days in between, uh, one case they did a ten-minute warm-up and wa- with music, and one without music, and it was a very high-tempo music, which seemed to be important. So, uh, more than 120 to 140 beats per minute, apparently. And they looked at heart rate and perceived exertion and whatnot. So, the results: heart rate and uh, the rate of perceived exertion, right? How hard that bike sprint felt. Uh, and their fatigue index during the Wingate tests were not affected by the incorporation of music during warm-up. Now, I've bitched about Wingates again before. They're so traumatic, frankly, that not much affects it. I've seen nutrition and caffeine sometimes not work, lots of things. It says, however, power output, the peak power and the average power, was significantly higher after they warmed up with music than after they tried to warm up on a different day without the music. It says the relative increase was 41 uh, plus or minus a few, uh, and roughly 4%, I'm sorry, or 4 watts per kg. So you're talking about 4 watts per kilogram of your body weight, more power, uh, and again, that would scale up if you're a bigger person, when you listen to music before you do a super maximal test. Uh, these guys were young, they were early 20-somethings, you know, regular height and weight and that sort of thing. So it says, in conclusion, uh, as it's a legal method, uh, music could be used during warm-up before activities requiring powerful lower limb muscles uh, during short-term supra-maximal exercise. So, warm-up. I mean, I feel I know you warm up with uh, with music, right? I mean, that's oh. that, that's a huge part of leading you up to the maximal lift, right? Yes. Yeah, and you know, and it changes. You know, I'll start my workout with 
with uh, you know, it's always music I know, but early on it's like ah, it's, it's more laid back music, and then as I get warmed up, it gets louder and harder and louder and harder as we go. Um, mm-hmm. Type of thing. But no, yeah, it's definitely it, you know, it definitely has an effect. Well, so. this would say four watts per kg. So you know, <laughs> listeners, if if you're used to your weight in pounds, divide by two point two, of course, um, multiply by four. That's a lot of wattage. Yeah. Uh, just because you listen to some badass high, you know, um, frequency high tempo music. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I hear high tempo, I usually think of stuff like Ministry. You know that yeah. you know just driving yeah. in your face. Uh, so I don't know if all metal m- music would would fit with this. Uh, but anyway, yeah, well, I've seen a difference too. Um, I just from watching athletes around around here and then I've dealt with. It makes a difference if you know the music. And I know that's huge for me. Yeah, if it's a song I like know by heart, it, it, it's it, it works a lot better than if it's something I've never heard before. Because you can just get lost in the tune. You're not actually trying to listen. You know what's going on. You know what's coming up. You know the beat. You know this and that. Um, yeah, and I don't know what the science is behind that, but it definitely it definitely plays a plays a role. Oh, there. Yeah, I, I think if you listen to certain tunes over the years, you get to the point where. It has uh, the lyrics have a deep meaning for you. It's not just yes. the the tempo, you yeah. know. It's telling a story that you've you've been down that road before, and you're yeah. going to go right back there. I'm like that very much with one of the songs I'm going to review today. Uh, I, I have two uh, bands, a couple of CDs of each, um, and one of them is it's my squat. It's like the journey to Valhalla music. I put it on. <laughs> it's a very long, like 14 minute song, and for exactly the reasons you just said, Phil, it is. I know every word, you know, almost every guitar lick, and the language has meaning. The lyrics have meaning. It's not just... And we've talked to people before. I mean, we had Rich on the show before, Rich Wallace, who was a competitive bodybuilder, and he was talking about his workout ritual. And that's one of the things that he was talking about was, you know, certain music, I forget which bands he liked, but they just really speak to him, you know, so... Anyway... um, well, that's a little bit of science uh, and a little bit of fortress. Uh, we're going to go ahead and take an early break today, and then we're going to come back, and uh, Phil and I are just going to let let it, let you guys in on basically what's motivating us lately um, and some of the stuff out of our CD rack. Maybe you'll you'll pick up a suggestion. The cool thing about this, of course, is it's something that you can immediately you know, give a go. Hi, this is Dr. Lonnie Lowry, and on behalf of Phil and Rob, I'd just like to let listeners know that if you love us or you hate us, we'd like you to leave a comment or perhaps vote for us on iTunes. It helps us out quite a bit on the popularity side of things. Uh, You can also follow uh, Dr. Lowry, me, on Twitter. Uh, It's Lonman7 on Twitter if you want to do that. We also have a Facebook page, the Iron Radio uh, listeners page. So... Uh, whether it's leaving a comment or voting for us or following us on Twitter or Facebook, uh, that would be fantastic. Also, uh, occasionally Rob or myself will write an article for another website, and Phil will as well. So lots of ways to um, interact, uh, follow us in other media, and vote for us and uh, keep things going strong on Iron Radio. Thanks. Thanks. 
Hi, this is Dr. Lowry with an update on the protein book that you hear about in the ad at the end of the show. Uh, if you simply Google CRC Press in protein, there's a new development on the right side of the page. You can see ebook, and there's a purchase slash rent option. And the cool thing here is if you check that out now, because they have an agreement with Vital Book, uh, you can actually download the ebook for sixty nine US dollars. So that's thirty one percent off the ninety nine ninety five uh, cover price. So that's pretty fantastic. Sixty nine dollars. I think that's gonna drop it into the affordable range for a lot of people, and you can even rent it. Uh, lower down the page, they have 180-day rentals and one-year rentals, so you can access the book in electronic format and get some of this juicy information. So, thanks. Hi, this is Rob Fortney, and I'm here to ask that, as the holidays approach and your thoughts turn to giving, you consider your friends here at ironradio.org. Over the past several years, we've heard and read hundreds of listener comments hoping that Iron Radio stays on the air for years to come. We are here for you. But, like any other radio format, we're listener-supported. That's where you come in. For just $4 per month, you can become a sporting member. Keep your weekly dose of education, experts, and gen talk flowing. Just go to www.ironradio.org and click on the $4 monthly subscribe button near the bottom of the page or click the donate button at the right of the page for a one-time donation. You are the Iron Brother and Sister. Thanks for helping us create a place for better internet programming for all strength and muscle sports and a happy holidays. Like your weekly fix of Iron Radio? In addition to being a popular institute on iTunes, we are also on email. Simply go to www.ironradio.org and sign up for the voluntary email. You'll get a once-per-week email, no more, that's little more than the show notes and a link to the audio. So go for it. Okay, this is Phil. And uh, Lonnie and I are back again. We're going to talk about music today. And, um, you know, kind of what Lonnie led into there a, a bit earlier, kind of um, what's been motivating us lately in the gym um, and maybe even life. I don't know. For me, for me, life and gym music is totally separate. Um, like my wife and I, we uh, when, I, when I'm in the gym, we have varied taste in music. Hers is way, way different than mine, but out of the gym, it's close to the same. <laughs> oh, that's interesting, yeah. But yeah, because I don't. I mean, there's. I'm a fan of a lot of different music, but I and I don't. I just feel there's a right time and right place for it. Like I'm not going to relax and sit on the couch with my wife and kids while jamming out the Slayer. Exactly. Slayer. When um, it was Yahoo Music, I think they uh, had um, they had one of those things. It's just like Pandora. A lot of these other ones, they they'll play music in similar genres, you know, according to your likes and dislikes. And yeah, but they had moods. And oh, yeah. that was huge because you're right. Cause you don't want all your favorites. You start putting in old, old Van Halen and this and that, and you're like, wait, I want to relax. You yeah, know? exactly. And that's, I mean, I even, like I was alluding to, my, my music in the gym even changes from warm-up to max sets to then, okay, it's assistance lift time, and then it can back off a little bit. And, <laughs> that's funny. You, know, you got tracks for I assistance. Need to not, I need to not turn into a crazed maniac when I'm doing my assistance work. <laughs> 
Um, so I'll, I'll tune it down a bit, and uh, the volume goes down. And yeah, I get it though. Yep. And I'll tell you what else too. I um, I every track can't be a blast your head off in a row. You know, you almost need to have something that's a little more melodic in between, yeah. or you know, uh, I don't know. Is that how you do it? Do you have a specific order, like you said, or are you running a disc no, changer? But I use. I'll use um. What am I using now? It's it's Slacker Radio, so it's kind of like that uh, Pandora. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I can draw up any song I want. Yep. And um, we go from there. And so I'll pull up a song, and and then I can just pull up what I want, and then I can go right to the next one. Yeah, and you know it is a good point about the whole mood and ramp up, and I think it's funny that you even do accessory stuff, but. Um, yeah, well, like uh, you know, I'm I'm a hypocrite though because uh, one of the tunes that I'm, I'm I'll share with you right now is uh, it's a Jane's Addiction tune, and I don't know if it's, this is not typical heavy metal stuff, but I I listen to these guys. I hate to say this, but before they were cool, you know, like way back in early college days, and um, one of them is called Three Days, and this tune is very long, and it's a very slow and building tune, and so I'll start warming up. Or I'll, I'll I'll put it on about halfway through, like my warm ups. In fact, I've been so um, bad about regularity of squat workouts lately because of work. This is what I want to do on Saturday. You know, I take a theme day. It's all legs, and I mean, as detrained as my legs are, they are going to be scorching by Sunday because yeah. I'm I'm going to put on three days uh, in the Jane's Addiction tune, and uh, it's actually hard to find three days as a ninety nine percent or a ninety nine cent purchase online, but. Um, you can find it. You can find it. Um, and like I said, I just love it. It just builds more and more. And by the time it's near the end, uh, there's a couple different versions of it. But it's hammering so hard, you know, and he's screaming in the mic. And, you know, that doesn't start that way. So, um, yeah, one of the bands I really like is Jane's Addiction. I think my favorite of all of them is Three Days, if you can find it. Now, having said that, I don't know how... Uh, Listeners, how many people actually listen to stuff like Jane's Addiction because it's more like uh, you know harder progressive type music, but they've got great stuff like Horrors, Mountain Song. I mean, it just goes on and on. And I was actually impressed with their newer stuff too. Um, when they came out with Strays a couple of years ago, I was thinking, oh boy, I hope they can rekindle that magic. And unusual, at least in my experience, but they did. I mean, you don't often see a band come back, you don't listen to them for years, and they're kicking ass. But it's, to me, it was like they didn't lose a step. And again, people are opinionated with this kind of stuff, and I don't know how much of this people listen to, but stuff like True Nature or Just Because, these are fantastic tunes, and they don't build up like three days, though. I mean, these mostly just start off like aural assault, you know, just blasting your ears and... Uh, so anyway, th- there's some good stuff out of the Jane's Addiction uh, line of things. If you're mostly a pure metalhead, it might be something good to mix things up, especially because specific tunes that they have are just so good. But anyway, so um, what about a specific album for you, Phil, or, or a band? Jeez, uh, lately, I'm going to bore everybody because I'm, I'm old. <laughs> and I, I, I always find myself going back to older stuff. And for some reason, lately, I've been on a motorhead kick. So, um, oh, yeah, yeah. One thought, one song I can think of that I've pulled up a lot on heavy sets is uh, I'm not a huge fan of covers, but some bands do a few songs well, and uh, 
I've been pulling out the, the Motorhead's cover of Metallica's Whiplash oh. lately, and that's a, they do a damn good cover of that. Um, so you know, I do that, and you know, I mean, if I'm talking about covers, there's a few more out there. Um, well, Metallica did a few good ones with uh, like Green Hell and um, Last Caress, and, but you know, that's that's definitely one that I've been pulling up lately. Is Motorhead? It's just it's there's something about you know Lemmy's voice and that hard, you know, the hard riffs behind it that uh, yeah, it yeah. just it, it you can't help but get fired up. No nonsense. So, I mean, his shit right voice there. is definitely unmistakable as metal. Mm-hmm. You know, it could almost be you. You could almost look up metal, and it'd be a, like a Wikipedia of <laughs> you know his voice. And it, smokes, it sounds like he smoked about eighteen packs a day for fifty years. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, and chased it down with whiskey. But, uh, <laughs> so. Yeah, uh, you know what? It's less offensive when I hear uh, a cover if it's from an, another famous band and not some cheese wad local band yeah. trying to do it. You know. So. Yeah, and that, that's one that's been pulling me through lately, and because I don't want to say, I mean, like Slayer is always my go-to, you know, when I'm in the gym. So we don't even need to bring that up. But that's that's a different one I've been going to. Lately. Let me ask you though, quickly, did you default to Slayer for your last meet when you had to pull out the big guns? Or yes, yeah, I did. Ah, <laughs> see, I had to pull out. It was like, okay, we're going here. Yeah. Um, so I always pull out. There's a couple tunes I have them that I'll just I know will always get me there, and uh, and it didn't work. So. <laughs> Yeah, um, but, I mean, two from them that I always pull out is uh, Expendable Youth. For some reason, always does it, and then Skeletons of Society. Um, there's something about just the—I don't know. It's almost a melodic. Jeez, um, it's almost like a Native American drum beat, is what you hear. Like it's, it's like, a, like a war cry drum beat you hear going on. Mm-hmm. You know, and that just—that's uh, the main thing I think that I've kind of. Uh, cued in on about the music that kind of really really uh, gets me going at least. Yeah. It's that bass just when you crank it up and it's just thumping in your chest and yeah. You know you mentioned melodic Um, the music I think as far as uh, metal stuff that I've been listening to the most lately is Iced Earth and I don't know I don't even know how much uh, our listeners listen to these guys but I am just loving this and I think probably my favorite is their Alive in Athens disc or uh, disc set uh, damn, it is it is so good. And again, I like the melodic stuff um, sometimes, especially like on the way to the gym. Because, like you said, it's almost maybe I do do the same thing you do because I kind of listen to uh, it's atmospheric. You know, make no mistake, it's unmistakably heavy. Yeah. Um, but some of the tunes that I listen to over and over, like Storm Rider, uh, you know, there's just several of these that are just really, really good. And uh, the Hunter. You know, um, uh, travel in Stygian. I love this stuff. And people who are iced earth nuts, you'll know what I'm talking about. But I like that they have like um, sort of themes. You know, there's sort of this heaven and hell battle theme. Uh, they've got another one that's a civil war theme. And I was never much one to get motivated by civil war stuff. I mean, some people really get into that stuff, dressing up and everything else. But um, but their their CD, uh, Glorious Burden. Oh, it's so good. I mean, um, because it's gritty, you know, it's stuff like Green Face, The Reckoning, Declaration Day, uh, you know, Hold at All Costs. There's so many of these um, tunes that are, and, you know, it's about the horrors, but also the courage and the aggression of war. Yeah. Um, 
So I, I am just a huge fan of the ice girth, and I, that's the kind of thing that I'm listening to in the car lately, uh, on the way to the gym. Uh, bec- and again, because it's partly atmospheric, my training hasn't been as uh, on the mark as I want, and I hate to say that because when I hear people say that, I usually think you wuss, you know, pull it together, but. When I'm getting up at four thirty in the morning, I'm getting home at eight o'clock at night. It's really hard to, to try to get something uh, rolling. Uh, but so, but the point being is, I'm still relying on the iced earth to make it happen because you got to go through that ritual, you know, on yeah. some level. Yeah. Uh, so, what else do you have? For sure, no, no, and I mean, then like my warm ups. You know, you're talking warm up songs. It's like a lot of times I'll pull out like old punk type music and listen to Dead Kennedys and stuff oh. like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, DK. No way. I haven't yeah. heard that stuff in a long time. You talk about gritty and raw. You know, it's just it's. It sounds like it was taped in a garage because it probably was. It probably you know? was. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Yep. And then it just slowly gets more crisp, more loud, and stuff like that. The, I don't know. The other one I've been pulling up lately is, uh, um, Pantera. I've been listening to a lot of older Pantera. Oh yeah, like yeah. Cowboys from Hell, Pantera, um, and stuff like that. Yeah, other um, women. You know, I am not as familiar with Pantera. Uh, I listened to several tracks off of, what was it, Vulgar Display of Power, I think. Yeah. Uh, but I'd be open to suggestions with that, too, because I, I think I could get into that stuff. That's I think, I, yeah, and Vulgar Display of Power, it was then that uh, people arguably say that they got way too into the drugs and the music went to hell. Oh, uh, okay. Um, mm-hmm. uh, it was just, like, too out there, and they, they weren't putting songs together. But, yeah, you get into the... Um, like, like Cowboys Mel is probably their most popular album. Um, it's just it's just loud and in your face, and you know I'm gonna kick your ass. <laughs> it's all it's yep. like ah, you know it just wants you to just if you can't get up from listening to it, you got a problem. Um, you know what you, the band that reminds me, Scepters are fried. Yes, so, yeah, yep. yeah. You know they're fried if that's not gonna light them up. Um. I didn't even bring it down off my list, but the what you described, I think of like bands like Five Finger Death Punch. You know, they're just screaming aggression at you. Um, yeah. Whereas, and that's quite a bit different from what I've been doing lately with the Ice Earth, because the Ice Earth stuff is like epic battles, ancient epic battles, yeah. you know, kind of thing, and that appeals to me. I like that kind of, you know, almost. Uh, I don't know. Viking warrior ancient yeah, fantasy kind of stuff. Yeah, you know, you yeah. could you could argue that kind of music is like um, uh, Iron Maiden had a lot of that type of stuff. Yep, you know, same thing. It was very, it was metal, but it was like almost like orchestrated metal. You know, it, right. it, they, the band sounded much bigger than it is. You know? Yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, it was very. There was that build up, and you, you know, you could almost see yourself. Freaking right on a horse and going in the battle. Yeah, it's a, right. I think a lot of it's a visual. Yeah, what you do in yeah. your head, you know, for sure. And and I can see that working too. Especially, I mean, if you if you know the song and you're timing things right, which I have a tendency to do. You know, anybody that knows me around here that lists with me, it's like I'll, there'll be a certain part of the song. And it's like he always, I always go to the rack right then. You know, because yeah. that song is built up. Okay, now it's go time. Boom. And yeah. yeah. A certain you know a certain riff hits, and it's like okay, now it's time to put a bomb on that. You know, Phil, that's one of those things where um, an episode or two ago you mentioned um, loving the training, you know, and it's not just about the meat per se. And that's one of the things that you can do in training that you don't get to line up as much. You know, when you, you, like, let's say you go for this 804 
or whatever you're going to hit the 800 plus mm -hmm. coming up here you can make that the perfect experience if you want you know what yeah. i mean and now i like the idea of like you said somebody says phil stevens and you know you get your ass together and you get up there and you show that you're strong on cue yeah. and yes. i and i can appreciate that very much yeah. But I also understand what you're saying about the gym, too, because you can make it as enjoyable oh, as yeah. possible. You know, where I'm you're just ready to pull out a broadsword and chop someone's head off. When it comes, yeah. When it comes down to it, 99.99% of my memories of lifting are going to be gym. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, a meet's one day once a year now. You know? Right. And like you said, the right. music, is, it could be a sucky yeah. boombox. You, you can't get it. Like your little yeah. setup, your setup is nice with the yeah. LCD screen. I mean, the whole room shakes with yeah, music. Yeah. You know, it's great. Oh yeah, we definitely have sound blaring in there. And yeah, and then you got your training partners too. Like for instance, we we're in there Tuesday squat, and you know, I have certain people that I train with, and you know, one of my buddies goes and he does his set, and he hits a set of eight with squats. I was like, well, damn it, now I got to do sixteen just because you did eight. <laughs> and so there's that whole thing. It's like I got to double what you did, and you know, so it's. It's the whole atmosphere of just, you know, the music, the people, the camaraderie, and the, you know, I don't want to use the, you know, it's overuse of, you know, we're going to battle. You know, yeah. No, yeah. It's, it's not a war, but, uh, you know, you're, you're, you're going in there and you're, uh, our, our epic fight versus gravity, as you, you've said before. Yeah. Well, yeah. let's face it. I mean, if a lot, there's a lot of strong men and women that have that aggressive gene in them somewhere, and you can't go chop someone down in battle and ride. I don't even know how to ride a horse. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? But you can, in fact, yeah, do battle with gravity. Oh, yeah. You and know, it's, you know, it's that release, and I think the music's all part of that. It's, you know, I, I'm if I don't listen to the music, I'll, I'll crave it. And now I get that. I get that release, and I get that aggression because, you know, if I throw on Slayer, there's just it's gonna happen. My hair's going to raise up, I'm going to get freaking goosebumps, and I'm going to be ready to tear some stuff up. And I've got to have that release, and training is that. And it, it couples well, you know, and lets me get rid of that um, to where I don't need to. You know, I don't have that, you know, I, I've released that part, now I can be calm and love my kids and wife. <laughs> you know, you know it, so. that seems to be a feature. I think we've talked about this in months past, but that seems to be a feature of... Uh, a lot of lifters is especially the really big guys you know uh calm few words and then i think they're almost able to do that or somehow woven into that is because they explode you know in a hyper aggressive manner with yeah. the music and everything else and then they go back to being calm again yeah you know and that's you know. like we had a group well i have a lot we've got a lot of new clients lately and there's been several of them that you know, all they've seen me is Phil the coach. And I'm very laid back and joking and smiling and this and that. And then they happen to be there one night when I'm training. And they're like, oh, my God, is he going to kill somebody? Well, I've never seen him do this. What's wrong with him? He, you know. Right. And it was like, you know, two different people for sure. Because um, yeah. 90% of the time, yeah, I'm super laid back and just want to joke around and smile and have fun. But, you know, when it's training time, it is definitely a different time. Um. I don't want to talk, you know. Sure, I joke around with my training partners, but it's like I don't want to talk in a minute. I don't want to talk training. I'm, it's my turn. <laughs> right, <laughs> Shut no up, doubt. Leave me alone. Let me do this. Yep. And you know, music is part of the cue for that too. I yeah. mean, you know, obviously they walk into the gym and that's going on, and I don't know, your nose is bleeding or something. <laughs> You're yeah, walking you know, up to the bar. I mean, they're going to get the idea. Yeah. You know, 
especially when me and my wife are training together, because like one minute Slayer will be at ten thousand decibels because my set's going on, and then like fifteen seconds later they'll be like blaring rockabilly. And like, what the hell is going on over there? Because it's her set. <laughs> yeah. So and it's just it's just what gets each person you know amped up. And uh, right. Yeah. No, I know what you're saying too. Uh, in that sense, I never really thought about you as Jekyll and Hyde with coach versus lifting. You know, um, I'm like that uh, quite a bit. You know, and, oh, I'm sure, teacher versus. Oh my oh. God, I, I guess in a sense, it's like being two different people. Yeah, I'm you sure. know, and it would be very, very weird, I think, for some of them to to hear my music choices that we're talking about and that sort of thing, and like, that's my teacher. You know, it's like, well, yeah. I'm, I don't mean to offend you, but, you know, don't come near me <laughs> when I'm squatting. I don't know what to tell yeah. you if, if that's going to offend you. And, you know, and I'm not punching up six and seven hundred pounds, but, you know, um, even now I want to be able to routinely do 400 pounds. And I mean, that takes a lot of effort for me, you know. Right. So, uh, yeah, I got to get serious. I got to put the music on and it's got to be a different um very very different scenario and like you said it's the same thing with music it's like most of the day i'm not going to listen to that kind of stuff i mean i'm listening to stuff yep. like old progressive stuff from the 90s usually oh, yeah. uh you know on my computer at work and that kind of thing i mean everything from replacements to bare naked ladies i mean i'm all, all over the spectrum with this stuff you know what i mean and you're like oh that's not very aggressive no it's not i'm not in the gym no, you know i don't yeah. i don't listen to, me, to metal at all hardly Unless I'm on the way to the gym, or unless yeah. I'm in a certain mood, I guess. Exactly, and you know, people think I'm nuts when they'll jump in my car and I'll have like the oldie station on. I'm listening to, like '50s stuff. And they're like, "What are you doing?" I was like, what? "I'm not training, man. I'm listening. I'm just listening to good music right now." Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think the older the older you get, you get such a repertoire of music. You know what I mean? That stuff. Yeah. I mean, I'll I'll listen to if I'm in the mood. I'll listen to old Bob Seger music. You oh, know yeah. what I mean? I mean, it's. It's just exactly. all over old doors, you know, yep. uh, good stuff. And it, oh, yeah. this is also radically different from each other. Yes. But, uh, and then, like you said, there's a time and place. You know? Well, you like to have some kind of breadth, you know what I mean? I, if I had one critique of Rob, uh, and he would, he's heard other people tell him this, I think, but he, he's a little one-dimensional. Now, he'd say, but wait, metal has so many varieties, and he'll start going on about black metal, death metal, this, that, Norwegian, this and that, and I... I can't talk on an intelligent level with him or even Mike Nelson with that stuff. They have such a depth of knowledge with that stuff. In fact, a lot of the metal music that I'm, I know about, uh, one or the other or both of them had sent me some CDs and said, Lowry, you got to try this, you know. And, yeah. Um, and in that sense, it's, it's amazing to be turned on to that kind of stuff because there are times when even coffee or the pre-workout stimulant won't do it for you and somehow music can... Yes. I don't know. This sounds very cheesy, maybe, but ignite your soul in a way that the chemicals cannot. Oh, yeah. You know, and uh, I don't know. I, I think music is, I've, I've said it before, it's it's better than ephedrine, you know, in the right No, in the right and I agree, and I think, honestly, I think that's why a lot of the stuff I pull up and is my go-to stuff, it's like stuff from my teens or early 20s. And, like, you were at that age where you were pissed off. <laughs> yeah. You know, you were going through tough times of life. Everybody has, you know, teenage years weren't fun for anybody. And you, you go through this and you pull that up. And I, there were a lot of years in there. That that's what I listened to. And it, and it got me to that edge. You know, it was, and I, I can pull that up now and it brings back memories. And it's like, you know, that's right. when I was doing this or that. It almost like, makes it better now because it's, 
you, there's the weight of history behind it, if that yeah. makes any sense. You know what I mean? You've, I, I can't tell you how many times I've squatted to, to Jane's addiction stuff, you know, and not just that. I mean, I'll even put on stuff just over the top, almost silly, doctor feel good. You know yeah. what I oh, mean? Yeah. Just something that's going jug, 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 yeah. just in your, you know, yeah. and, uh, but you do that for years, and it does carry the, uh, some weight of history. There's some gravitas to that, you know. Uh, you need to stuff. have an odometer on, like, I don't know, some of the Slayer songs I've listened to, just to know exactly how many pounds I've moved during that tune over <laughs> years. Yep. Yep, no doubt. Uh, okay, any other uh, tunes, or is that pretty much rounded no, out? I mean, that's it. I've been pulling up. For some reason, I got on a Megadeth kick lately, too, and it's old Megadeth. I don't know why. It just one of the songs popped into my head one day, and I pulled it up, and I you know, lifted well to it. And so I thought I'll pull that out every once in a while. And I'll pull it. God, I got a bunch of stuff that's on the list. But those the, the two I gave were the latest ones that I pulled out. Yeah, I think we can make this a semi-regular thing, because I would love to get into some of the... Uh, like, I love Van Halen in all its forms. I know some people don't like Sammy. You know, they like Diamond Dave or whatever, yeah. uh, or old versus new. And uh, I mean, there was a time in the 80s there. Uh, they were a little heavy on some of the synthesizer stuff, but I don't want to get into it now. But I could talk for 20 minutes on Van Halen. I love those guys. And it's always like a fallback. If I'm in a b- bad mood, they bring me up. You know, if I'm in a good mood, they bring me up higher. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so I, I just like that kind of stuff. So yeah, we'll try to do this on a semi-regular basis. Um, so I guess this was sort of a short one, everybody. But again, we've got new hardware, and I have no idea what this is going to sound like when we're done. We will have the Pamela back up right now, but I am hopeful. And again, thank you, everybody. Again, we have that fall funds drive. So uh, if you can help being a $4 a month supporter, um, this is the kind of stuff it does. It buys. I got a great deal on this microphone and this mixing board and this, these headphones, and we're not going over the top. But this is exactly why we follow that public radio format, and we we need help. You know, we need help for people to help uh, do this kind of stuff because we can donate time, and the experts that we bring on they can donate their time. And but this kind of stuff, sometimes you need a little bit of hardware to make things happen. You know, and so especially with Pamela getting pulled out from under us, so. Anyway. Okay. Well, that'll work. See you next time. Till next time. Iron Radio is accepting donations. If you like what we do, the professors, the scientists, the bodybuilding show promoters, the athletes themselves in powerlifting and bodybuilding. Um, please consider making a donation or maybe buying something from the ironradio.org uh, store. Uh, we also are accepting supporting members. So for $4 a month, which is frankly less than the bank sneaks out of your account in fees, you can step up and support a form of sort of public radio for the bodybuilding and powerlifting and strength community. The Iron Radio Podcast and all of the audio on ironradio.org is for informational purposes only. If you're interested in starting a diet or exercise program, it's important to check with your physician. Also seek the help of registered dietitians, athletic trainers, and qualified exercise physiologists in order to make the progress that you need.